lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. Welcome back to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that just bought a new reversible jacket. And can't wait to see how it turns out. And my name is Larry Wu. And I'm Curtis Withers. Uh, Larry, thank you for the dad joke. Um, because we'll be talking about fatherhood a little <laughs> bit today. Yeah, you know, like, hey, congratulations again to the three of you. Well, I should say you. three of you because, you know, it's like, oh my God, life, living. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's great news. Um, and, and like I said, I think we've got... We got do a deep dive, maybe a shallow dive. I don't know, some kind of dive. Um, but first, of all, let me ask you how how's this how's the sleeping going or non sleeping going? Uh, you know what? I think honestly, and Heather might give you a different answer. Um, uh, honestly, for me, I think it's been a lot better than I expected um, because uh, Arthur, who's who's our new son, uh, who turns uh, seven weeks uh, tomorrow, he's he sleeps pretty well. So yes, we're getting up frequently for the for the feeds he's still feeding on like a two to three hour sort of rotation mm-hmm. but um once he feeds then he he tends to go uh, into the bassinet then and, and then sleeps so you're able to get like uh one and a half to two hour uh stretches and and it adds up and then um you know since i've been going back to work heather's been sort of like um, because what will happen is she'll get up and she'll she'll feed him and then I'll get up with her and I'll and I'll do the change and help her out with some other stuff. But now that I'm back at work, she'll she'll take on a couple of those by herself. So like last night, I mean, obviously not continuous, but I got a, about eight hours. <laughs> like it was it was pretty good. Like 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 chained together or like eight hours straight. Oh no, not straight, not straight. <laughs> okay, not straight. So, but eight hours, eight hours. According to my CPAP machine, in my various, in my very, in, in 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 bits and chunks, like I managed eight hours total. Okay, that yeah. that makes that makes most more sense because yeah. But that's the thing because you, you don't realize it's not you know for anyone who doesn't have kids out there, it's not like they do it on purpose. It's just that's the like amount of calories that they can only intake so much. Right. And like, they're mm-hmm. truly hungry. It's like they're, they're basically metabolism, like a hummingbird and basically like stomach, like a hummingbird. So they're constantly needing to feed. But th- if you can hit that three hour threshold, Oh, that, that, that's awesome. Because that's a, that's a good interval. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Like some, some days he'll go like more two hours and he'll do that for the whole night. And then you're getting up, you know, a few more times but like yeah he'll, he'll do the three often and then uh and then that gives you gives you a chance to sleep and then heather sleeps le- less but then um she'll get like a nap in the he'll go down also in the afternoon so she can take naps in the afternoon stuff like that and i must say she she's like on the ball like she i received a thank you card from the both of you and it's like professionally made a card with uh, like a collage of photos that were already like you would think the kids like going off to college or something because you had like these <laughs> these collages of photos and it was put together very quickly i'm like how did they get this together like in the chaos of you know newborn and and she was able to pull this off like she's like super mom yeah she's really good she's amazing at stuff like that and uh 
yeah, we've sent, we've, we, we've got a batch of like, I think, I don't know, like 70 or 80 made and we've sent, sent them all off. Yeah, um, no, comp- yeah, it's great. No, no, yeah. it looks great. So you were saying nighttime feeding, you're getting up. See, I have memories of doing the same cycle as well, doing the night shift. And at the time I was at the mercy of TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't have streaming services or, or, or even like, you know, um, what, what does Crave have where you can rewatch certain, certain shows? Like, I guess the, 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 the pre-tapes or, or the re-recordings of past t- of current TV shows. So I was like watching in this weird cycle of Conan the Barbarian mixed with Resident Evil. I think it was Extinction, the one where they're in the desert. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I would catch like bits and pieces of each one of those movies, like to the point where also not having enough sleep, the movies would start blending into each other. So, <laughs> so I'd be like watching it. I'd see the desert and I'm like, is this Conan or is this Resident Evil? <laughs> I, <can't tell. laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but it's, it's, it's a diff- different world for you now because you've got all the streaming. And- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I took, so I took five weeks off, uh, you know, before I went back to work. Uh, so, and that was my, my plan was to, ha- you know, have some TV to watch. Like, you know, if, if he was being fussy, um, you know, in the middle of the night and I could say to Heather, I'll take him down and I'll, you know, uh, entertain him a little bit and then, and then like get him to sleep on me or whatever. And then I'll watch TV and yeah, because of streaming and, uh, because there was a couple of shows I really wanted to watch that Heather had no interest in, it was great. So I got <laughs> through a season and a half of Cobra Kai. Uh, I got through all of season four of stranger things. I rewatched, uh, the X-Men animated series. And then when Heather, uh, you know, and I were watching TV together, we had, House of the Dragon, we had Lord of the Rings, we had She-Hulk, Sandman, Andor, and we've been watching the Raptors since they've started. So yeah, it's been it's been brilliant. <laughs> TV oh, has been man. an absolute godsend. Like I yeah, you, you're definitely having a better time than than I did. My experience is yeah, because I was just and you couldn't even channel search because I mean surf because. You, you have baby in hand, you're, you're trying to feed them. So you're basically, you only have that one chance to, I got to figure out the station I want to be on in there. So if I, if I didn't get the station, right, I'd be like stuck watching some infomercial, right. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be even in an interesting, remotely interesting one, mm-hmm. but that must be the same case with you with video games. You can't play games with one hand, right? No. Or are you, are you a depth that you can do it with one? Hand? No, absolutely not. Um, yeah. So my gaming uh, outside of something like Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is like a match three that you can play on your phone, and then you you know you can do that kind of with one hand, or you can do that, you know, while you're while while I'm up with Heather and she's feeding him, and I'm just waiting for the change. But yeah, <laughs> my video game playing has gone down. Um, Heather does have like this breastfeeding pillow, and and like sometimes if he's like um, agreeable to it, I can get him to sleep like in the pillow and then he fits into this nice little little wedge between like my my belly and the and the pillow and he's pretty he's pretty snug in there and then i can get both hands free and i can play 
But even then, I don't want to play anything super intense because I want them to sleep. So I'm mostly doing like, you know, I'm playing Final Fantasy 14, but I'm doing mining and fishing quests and stuff like that. So like, yeah, dungeons and raids are out of out of the question. And like, you know, like like Ragnarok, uh, God of War Ragnarok uh, just came out and I really want to play it. But I'm, you know, by the time I get around to it, it'll probably be on sale. So I guess that's the silver lining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that and that and you'll be referring to him as boy. Boy, boy, yeah. time to eat, boy. <laughs> yes. See, yeah. see uh, my video game experience. Yes, you're you're right. Like in the early days, it's going to be non-existent unless you're just happen to not be on baby duty. But it's not till I would think three to f- think start starting at the three month mark, mm-hmm. they enter what I like to call the potted plant stage where the baby is more or less a potted plant because they, they're strong enough that they can kind of amuse themselves. Yeah. And they, you can kind of put them in the chair and they, they're not going anywhere because they can just barely crawl. They can't walk. Yeah. So by then I was playing video games and I think we used to have this seat that they could, all, they could also take a nap in. So it's kind of like a, rec- a recliner. Yeah. And I think I was playing Left for Dead and uh liz would, liz, liz, would, liz would say is that a little loud uh, i turn around like he's still asleep i went oh the shotgun sounds doesn't seem to bother him <laughs> that's the amazing thing is that like he it's not really sounds that wake him up like i you know you know like when when you're you've you've been in that situation where you're in somebody's house and they've got a kid sleeping upstairs they're like we gotta be really quiet or whatever like I think for babies, that's just not they can sleep with anything. In fact, when we were at the hospital, um, one, one of the, so we were there two nights because it was a C-section. One of the nights, the alarm went off in the hospital at like one in the morning. I almost lost my mind because, you know, <laughs> as you know, dads, you know, they get they get the they get the we got a private room which was great, but mm-hmm. dads get the 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 bum steer in the, in the hospital you got to so, sleep in that in that hard ass recliner you know and they give you like like you know they don't give you a pillow or i didn't get one anyway and they give you like you know barely a blanket and stuff and there's nurses coming in and out at all all hours of the day mm-hmm. so just as i was i remember one time i, I was just in that moment of sleep when you're kind of like sort of hallucinating and you're in between sort of sleep and awakeness and then that alarm went off and i almost cried like i was so tired and and annoyed <laughs> and it went on for like probably 20 minutes half an hour just this loud loud alarm and of course like the hospital staff's like eh, just ignore it you know and they don't really care and and arthur slept through the whole thing didn't didn't budge so yeah that shotgun sound from left for dead <laughs> i'm not worried about that waking waking him up at all yeah yeah you you, you brought back a horrible memory of sleeping in what were those barkle loungers like oh, two yeah. of them slammed together oh yeah while, was, while you're at the hospital it was like, bad we weren't allowed because of I, I think this might have been a covid thing but i wasn't allowed to eat in the room only heather was so uh, I mean, by the end of my stay, I was doing it anyway and just kind of sneaking it or whatever. But but really like at I was the hospital. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like I had to go the first night because like by the time we got to our room, 
with the kid, it was like it was like nine or ten at night and everything in the hospital is closed and I am not allowed to eat there and I'm not getting any meals. So I had to order like A&W from Uber Eats and go outside the hospital and <laughs> meet the guy by the door. And I had to sit by myself in the closed food lounge <laughs> and eat Mowing it. Mowing down your teen burger. Mowing down my teen burger and then go back up. And then I got off on the wrong floor. Um, I went one floor too high. And of course, at that time of night, like you you don't have really free reign to walk around like someone's got to buzz you in and stuff. So I get up to the wrong floor because there was two floors. There was two floors that had like uh, uh, postnatal private rooms. And I went one floor too high and somebody let me in. But because like there's no there's such a shortage in staff, I didn't see a nurse or a doctor up there. And I was wandering around. And I was like, this is the wrong floor. <laughs> and it was no hyperbole, about 15 minutes of just wandering around before I found somebody who would who could let me out. Because you can't get in or out. You have no, you know, you need you're at the complete mercy of the staff. And then finally I got back to my to my room. So yeah, it was I was glad to get out of the hospital. They were great. Yeah. I will say Mount Sinai, amazing, like amazing yeah. staff so good like we learned so much and they were so so good with us but i couldn't wait to get out of there i'm I'm surprised they just didn't like test you every day like why why put these measures in like if you don't have it you don't have it like we we know enough about the disease now i don't know i really don't know i really don't i really don't know but yeah and like there was but they were i don't know they were there was all these rules but they didn't really enforce them that hard like i remember like only one other person was allowed to be in the room with Heather. So like my parents came uh, on our last day there because they were driving us from the hospital back to our back to back to our house. And uh, and they were like, well, you can't go in with the, they said to me, well, you can't go in with them because you're only allowed to have one other person in the in the room. And I said, well, I'm the primary caregiver. And then they said, OK, well, then you can go in. <laughs> And they didn't oh. say to mom and dad, you have to wait till he gets out. So it was just, so God. it was pretty, is pretty weird. Um, I did want to tell, oh, sorry. I just wanted to tell, because yeah. uh, you mentioned the card, right? So we were sending cards to, thank you cards for, for people who gave us gifts. So the people were so generous with us and we got such great gifts. But, uh, but I will say that, that, that the portable change table I got from, from you guys um has come into play like it was it was it was it's uh it's such a practical sort of uh gift for the for the listeners at home it's uh it's like um it's it's by herschel and it's like a it folds up into like um like like almost like an attache case and then it and then and then you open it up and there's like a compartment for your diapers there's a compartment for your wipes and then it's a it's a change table and because we've had some appointments, like like we had to take him in for a hearing test, and we've had to take him in for a couple of checkups and weighings and all that kind of stuff. We've been taking this with us so that we can we can we can change him if he needs it. And for the second weighing that we did, it was on a Saturday, which was kind of weird, but that's how, when they scheduled it. So mm-hmm. like the, the main, you know, my doctor, my doctor, who is our, also now Arthur's doctor, wasn't there. It was like a resident doctor. 
and she brought out like this brand new scale, but she couldn't get she couldn't get the thing to to set properly. She couldn't get it to read zero. So I kept putting him down on the on the scale and it would say he was like one hundred and eighty two pounds or something like it. Would just, <laughs> and then she'd go, oh, well, I got to reset it. And then I get it up and then he was so mad because he's naked too, right? And he's yeah, so it's, mad. And it's probably stainless steel, so it's cold, right? Yeah, stainless steel, so it's cold. And he's completely naked and he's freaking angry. And each time I pick him up, he just pees, right? He's just <laughs> peeing all over the place. <laughs> the third time was just the end, right? Like that was it for him. So I put him down. The scale doesn't work. I pick him up. He pisses all over the doctor and then shits in my hand. <laughs> and... <laughs> And and then they had the then they had the they had the presence of mind to go get a different scale. It was an older scale, but it worked the first try. And then so I washed my hand, and then I broke out the change table, and I was able to get him in a new wipe him down, get him in a new diaper. Perfect. So thank you for that. I was, yeah. No. Here I'll, I'll say a few things about that um, because I think I remember give. Uh, when I gave you the gift, I said, this is the single handedly the most useful thing that we, that I had remember, we remembered as, as being young parents, new parents like yourself. And just saying, you know, what, 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 what should we get them? Oh, well, it's this thing. Cause this thing, you know, the change mat, that portable change mat becomes a lifesaver because I don't know if you were given like the backpack or you have a backpack sooner or later, you're going to realize I don't want to carry this around with me. Like, why do we need this backpack full of stuff? Yeah. Versus you can stuff, like if you're going to go out, like even, well, again, when they're getting older, oh, we're just going to go out for lunch or go to visit someone. You can stick two diapers in there, wipes, whatever, slam yeah. it. You have this portable thing and it doesn't look dorky, right? No, no, it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. Like it's it's pretty fat. It's fashion forward. Like it's, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 you just don't have to bring the backpack, right? Yeah. The backpack of just like I don't know what what's I, I remember carrying it once or, or whatever when we first had our backpack and like why are we carrying this? Like this is so encumbering because <laughs> then you have baby and you got backpack and, and so so and another thing you, you mentioned about your your story there is yeah you you can you can delineate the gifts that you got from friends that don't have kids versus the ones that had kids because the people that had kids will give you very functional things that <laughs> probably you know ingrained in their soul to say yeah they need this yeah versus yeah. you know friends that don't have kids will give you like totally impractical clothing where you're like yeah he's not wearing this because i can't change him like he's gonna stay in pajamas till he's like five months old <laughs> or he's gonna be in a jumper right or, yeah. or the crown royal bag. Yeah, the crown royal bag is the crown royal bag's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> we did get it. Speaking of the crown royal bag, like he's he's in these sleep sacks, right? Because yeah. you know you're not supposed to put him in a bassinet or a crib with loose blankets and you know stuff that's a, all these suffocation hazards and stuff. So he's basically in this sleep sack, and he he doesn't like it if he can't have his arms free. So we've got these ones that are pretty good because you can either like. Um, strap their arms in or they can have arms out and it just kind of straps around mm. uh, their torso so he seems to like that but we got one uh from i guess it was it was it was like a hand-me-down so it was from one of our friends and i guess their baby <laughs> I, I had no 
idea how they fit into this thing. It has no holes for the arms. And it's just like this, this, it was like the crown Royal bag. It was so much like the crown Royal bag. And I was just like, he would hate that. He didn't fit into it anyway. Cause he's kind of a, he's, he's, he's a big boy, right? Like yeah. he was born pretty big. He didn't fit into it anyway. But I was like, how could any, I guess like the, the, um, rationale is it's supposed to sort of, uh, simulate the womb, right? Like the comfort of the womb. Um, uh, it sounds sounds too new agey for me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I was just like, I he definitely does not like to be like super confined into into things. He, yeah, oh, yeah. This is, this is so, he, so, like so he's, he's not a he's not a swaddle. He's not a swaddler. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. He doesn't really like the swaddles so much. Like you know, he likes to have some freedom of freedom of movement and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, that's all right. Um, I think we mentioned the name, or should we? We or did you mention the name? Yeah, yeah. So his name, his full name is Arthur uh, Keith Norman Smith Withers, which is a lot. That's a good solid name. That's yeah, a, that's some good solid old English names in there. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit old school. So, so Arthur um, is a name that is in both of our families. Uh, it's it's like this is the fourth consecutive generation now that there's an Arthur in the Withers family, or the name p- appears at least. So my mm-hmm. grandfather was Arthur Withers. I had an uncle Arthur Withers. My brother's middle name is Arthur, and then now my son is Arthur. And then Heather's dad's middle name is also Arthur. So you know we we didn't we and we didn't come up with that name till like five minutes before discharge. Like we were for the first for the first like forty eight hours of his life he was boots like that's what all the nurses in the hospital called him boots because that's what we called him. Oh, okay, that's good. He was like in the womb because he was always kicking Heather in the ribs. Um, and here I thought here I thought it was a reference to the Gordon Corman books. Bruno and Boots. Bruno Boots. Yeah. Bruno and Boots. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but but yeah, I loved the. I did love those books back in the in the day. So, um, so, yeah. so you didn't have a list of names. Well, we we did. The thing is, like, it didn't stick when like when you saw him and you kind of went, "Oh, the list of names are garbage because he doesn't look like." Yeah, Whatever. we just we just didn't. We were solid on a girl's name. If it was a girl, it was going to be Lucy, and we were solid on that. Okay, that would have been like Solid as day. soon That's as she came out, it would have been Lucy. Lucinda would have been the full name. Okay. But um, yeah, we didn't. We, we were kind of like all over the place with boys' names. And Arthur kind of, we kind of thought about Arthur later. And then my mom, even though my brother's middle name is Arthur, my mom doesn't really like the name Arthur. I think she's coming around on it now, but she didn't like it. And so, uh, so we were thinking like, oh well maybe we shouldn't name him that and then like we got we were like you know like like not really who cares but like it's it's you know at the same time it's like it's not really her call <laughs> it's yeah. call, so we're gonna exactly <laughs> exactly what yeah. I, and i think i think there's 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 so much this emphasis especially i think in a previous episode we talked about it was uh if you had a list of names you don't i think i gave you the advice don't tell it to anybody yeah. Because then you'll get that reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you 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 create a whole bunch of false names and you that's what you give them just to get a reaction out of people. Well, that's funny because for the for a long time, you know, well, you know, from probably like the last like three months of the pregnancy, he was called Tetris. 
There you go. Yeah. We call, we said, no, the kid's going to be named Tetris. Boy or girl, Tetris. Yep. And then and then what I was thinking, I was like, is, is, is saying to Heather, like, I'm not even rejecting Tetris out of hand. Like, it's in the running. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's short, short list. It's on yeah, the short list. Short list. So, you know, we, we want to we give some baby time, and but we want to also kind of do some of our regular segments. So why don't we segue into our one of our segments that we usually do, which is, am I the asshole? I know, I don't know, father, parents, but this is the baby edition of Am I the Asshole? So the, the, the woman here is writing, am I the asshole for the baby name I've chosen? So this is a 21-year-old uh, mother who's currently seven months pregnant with a girl, um, engaged to the father. So he's pretty much leaving the naming to her. But I don't know. I guess the dude doesn't want anything to do with the naming. I don't know. But... Um, she likes Stevie Nicks. So first question here, what 21-year-old likes Stevie Nicks? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's like an old soul. That 21-year-old yeah. is an old soul. Oh, for sure. Like her music. Honestly, I don't know why the name Stevie for a girl just seems really cool, stands out, and I could totally see that being my baby's name. So you know what? That's good enough reason, period. Yeah. But I think her problem is she started telling people. Right. And that was my kind of anecdotal story to you is like, don't tell anyone the names because you're always going to get a reaction. But uh, it looks like she was getting up. uh, She's getting everyone like up in her grill about the name. Like, you know, oh, it's not a girl's name and blah, blah, blah. Um, And uh, I think her whole family doesn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. And then what was it? Uh, I think you you said about your mom. I think she was like um, told my family, and they think that she's an asshole because Stevie is a boy's name, even though Stevie Nicks is a woman, and that she get bullied. And I'm conflicted, but I love the name. Um, mom was saying, "Well, why don't you go more feminine nickname like Sally?" <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So, so I don't know. Like you know, I, I she's gonna stick with it. But, you know, is she, apparently Stevie is short for Stephanie. I guess it could be. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Why don't you just say Stephanie and you just call her Stevie yeah. whatever. But I don't know. Like this, this one, I think it's quite obvious. Not the asshole. I think yeah, the I, only I, mistake she made was telling people the name. Yeah, before. I don't think you're you're an, you're an asshole with a name your kid what you want and have like a good reason for doing it. Right. Like. I, I don't know, like, I, re- I know that uh, my, my niece, uh, his name is uh, Charlotte. And at one time, I think the plan was to call her Charlie, which is, again, like, I guess, traditionally a boy's name. But it would would, it would be pretty cool as a girl's name. I think Stevie's cool as a... Yeah. As a girl, as a girl. So, so there, there is a comment in here that just said the same thing I did, which was, you know, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think it, it, the article that that's the most uh, interesting thing. I, you know, yeah. Are you a big Fleetwood Mac fan? I'm not a big Fleetwood Mac fan. I don't think I, I don't think I, I, I have the urge to break up with anyone, or I'm longing for, <laughs> or, 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 or to just to, to like, you know shag other people in your band and 
cause all kinds of problems. There's so much drama there, right? So much drama. I, I do I do like Fleetwood Mac. Um I don't I don't have like any of their albums or anything, which again, like in the in the age of Spotify is not uh not that big of a deal. But um uh, yeah, on, I, I, everyone I, I, owns rumors. Don't, doesn't everyone own a copy of rumors in one way, shape or form? You know, we never had like not even my parents had it. I thought for sure, like uh, like they would have had it. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think like they're they're one of those bands that I've 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 liked a lot more as I've got older. And mm-hmm. like, you know, um, we had a actually in the park just down the road from us just randomly they had like a concert and it was a, a Stevie Nicks slash Fleetwood Mac cover band. And, uh, I remember just thinking like, man, I love all these songs. <laughs> They're just old. Yeah. Not in the, uh, not in the same vintage, but, uh, you know how I like to go into deep dive. So while we've been off the air and, and you've been off being new dad and whatnot, I did a deep dive. I think this might've actually been inspired by, your um the last time we recorded an episode we had that mashup right we had that mashup of steely dan with uh, motley Crue. yeah and it got me thinking about bands in the 80s and i I did a deep dive on on the spoons which is interesting because it's not the spoons it's just spoons i didn't realize that me neither (laughs) all this time so but i'm just still gonna call them the spoons um it holds up like sort of like i'll i'll say I kind of understand why they were popular and, and the, 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 the music is unique enough. Cause I was thinking who else is making music like this is like kind of post punk, you know, you can tell that that's what they were listening to when they were young. And then they kind of veered off in this other direction, which was, you know, heavy electronic, uh, kind of in, in some ways fun lyrics later on. And then there's other brooding lyrics. Like, I don't know who else writes a song about, um that that has an analogy between roma uh love and romance and being stuck in traffic like oh yeah romantic traffic filmed in uh in our fine subway system if i remember the video remember but can you before. imagine him writing a song about uh r- r- writing that song today in today's traffic it would be more like a divorce <laughs> yeah yeah and it would either be like a really really spare sort of dirgy song or it'd be a metal song it'd i don't know i'm very I'm, angry i'm still sho- i'm still shocked over the fact that the band's called spoons and not the spoons spoons and i remember they uh they were tell no lies right tell no yep. lies and they even had uh i think a basf um they, they, they were in a basf commercial with that song so they got uh, they got some endorsement money out of their Hey, music, which, you know, you know, they, they, you know, Nova Heart, everyone knows Nova Heart, right? Arias and Symphonies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Old Emotions. Old Emotions, the romantic traffic and you tell no lies. Yeah. Um, There was, I think it was probably one of the last big hits was, was, uh, which Bridges Over Borders or something like that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. I think I think if you heard the chorus and you heard the hook, you'd be like, "Oh, it's that song." And then you probably go, "Oh, I didn't realize it was the Spoons." Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, uh, I I did I did uh, like them at the time in their uh, when they when they were sort of like always on ten fifty chum. 
again, um, I don't know how this goes to like a 21 year old person knowing about Stevie Nicks. I don't know how many people that are even in their 30s would remember listening to AM radio for music. Instead of just right wing politics and traffic, that's, that's how it was. Ten fifty chum, yeah. Uh, that's where you would you would listen to uh, to to all your uh, all your pop hits. As uh, my wife Heather just made a quick appearance on our Zoom with Arthur. So, yeah, uh, but yeah. but but she. I, I was hoping we we could interview her, but she looks like she was she's on mom duty right now. So yeah, she's on mom duty. That's yeah. okay. Maybe yeah. we'll get her on another time so she can talk about. It. Well, we'll have her co-host the show one day and you, you can be on baby duty or something. That's a great idea. All right. So we, we want to kind of keep this movie because I know that you probably need to tag. You probably need to do a hot tag. Yeah. At some point. Soon. I at a, soon. Because yeah. right now probably it's it's that stage in the match where Heather's just getting beaten up by the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need, to, I need to, to do a hot tag and then no sell a bunch of, uh, yeah. a bunch of chops. And, and, may, and, maybe, and maybe the baby might somehow like run out and hit you off the apron so there's yeah. no hot tag yeah yeah but 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 so we're gonna quickly go through um our usual let's go to the headlines a new epidemic is raging through springfield and this one didn't start with crusty burgers whatchamacarcus sandwich it's been a bit of a break between episodes so i have some older stories that i want to bring back to the forefront because they made me laugh so much not so much for the fact that her political career just went down the toilet but Ah oh, man, the headline at the time, when I saw this, Curtis, I was like laughing my head off. So this was from October 15th. So what, baby was what, two weeks? You guys were like right yeah. in the middle, thick of things. Yeah. Why is Britain comparing its prime minister to a lettuce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is uh, Liz, Tr- Liz Truss. You and I were both like struggling with her name because she hadn't been around to even kind of go into the consciousness. So I guess the Daily Star, is that like more of a tabloid joke he makes? Yeah, okay. So they had a photo of Liz Truss sitting next to a lettuce, head of lettuce, like iceberg lettuce with googly eyes. I guess they're wondering who would outlast, like whether the head of lettuce would rot before her political career. Yeah. Spoiler alert, the lettuce won. Yeah. The lettuce won, the lettuce won kind of handily. Um, what, when did she actually get booted? Because they started this campaign on the 14th. It was, it was, uh, I can't remember the exact day. It was, it was shortly after. I mean, well, considering the lettuce <laughs> rotted, like, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was shortly after. Um, I think she said, I think she set a record for like the, the shortest tenure of a, of a British prime minister. Was it about 40 days? Was that, yeah, was that? it was about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, geez, um, what happened there? <laughs> well, I, I just, I, I wasn't following too closely what was, like, I knew that Boris Johnson had been in, in, in some trouble. And I think some of it was stemming from, like, those those parties he had during, during COVID um, that, you know, he was in hot water for those or, and I guess there was, I don't know, there was, I know that they've had economic troubles there. And uh, and then you, I don't know how, exactly what happened um, with him. I know he had some some high profile defections too in his in his party. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you were saying that he sort of he sort of jumped before he was pushed. 
So I'm not too sure how he got out of there, but it sounds like he was that's that's what he did, right? Yeah. And I have no idea. I'd never heard of this person before, Liz Truss. I have no idea how she became like the, the leader of the, the leader of the, the conservatives and hence the prime minister. Like I'd heard of like a bunch of other people in the you know, in the party and I don't know who she is and I'll, I'll never get to know because she's gone already, <laughs> but it was a, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. We have, you know, we have friends in Britain and, and, uh, you know, they were in on, you know, talking to us on WhatsApp and they had no idea what was why this person wasn't in charge. And, so, know. so the whole, the whole, reg, the Liz Trust regime had, had some other funny facts, uh, and record breaking facts, but well, near record breaking facts. So you know how she f- fired her finance minister, right? Like mm-hmm. 38 days into the job. So two days later, she lost her job. Yeah. So 38 days later, she fires the finance minister and apparently it is the, it is Britain's second shortest serving chancellor, uh, basically, of the of that role of the finance minister. Uh, the last time was Ian McLeod in 1970, serving only 30 days on the job. But uh, I think he had died. <laughs> oh, right. So he had, he had an excuse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's been kind of like a a rough go for Britain in some ways. Like, you know, the whole Brexit thing has been a bit of a, bit of a disaster. And, you know, they've, they've got these, you know, problems with uh, the, their economy and they've got problems with, uh, you know, who the hell is running the country. And I think they, I don't know, like at this point, you're into your third prime minister in the last like couple of months might be time to call a general election. I think that, I think that's what people were demanding, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, something that also is disappearing, apparently, well, sort of, McDonald's McRib farewell tour isn't the end. So this was a story that I found on October 29th, so just before Halloween, the McRib curse. Have you ever had one? Oh, lots of times. Um, although I don't know if I've had one, uh, in its, in, in its current, um, its current go around, but when I was younger, I was a big fan of the McRib. I, I, I like the fact that it's, it, the, 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 the meat stencil that they yeah. used to make it look like there's bones yeah, and, that's like, right. and it was like, it looked like it was grilled on a barbecue, even though it was like this single like loaf of. Yeah, Meat flavored sandwich. Yeah, yeah. If I, if the rib had of if the McRib had of first come out when I was an adult, I never would have eaten one. But as a kid, I loved it, and they would always they always came out in winter, and they uh, originally at least they came with um remember those hot shots? They were these hmm. like they they were these like I don't know like uh, they were in a in a. In, in like a packet and I, what's the I don't know what the, even the substance is but you you basically it's like a it's like almost like a paper towel packet and you you flick it a bunch of times and it warms up and you put it in your yeah, glove yeah, and yeah, your yeah. boots yeah so I, I and I loved those right like I would put like four or five in my glove <laughs> you know just totally luxuriate in the in, in in the in the sauna like warmth that the hot shots would provide and it and and it would provide it was like it was like a stick of dentine gum like it it was it lasted like almost no time like immediately you'd be cold again but i would get the those the mcribs and i would like 
get those those hot shots. I was probably more into the hot shots than the McRib, but I did like it. <laughs> so in the states, this apparently not in not here in Canada, because otherwise we'd be lining up and we would have you would have brought like Arthur with you mm. in lineup. Uh, the sandwich uh, with the cult following is returning to menus on October thirty first for a limited time. So basically, just kind of raising some hype to say, hey, this could be your last chance to taste it and you know enjoy your the last of the pork flavored sandwich i love how in the article as well um the ceo of uh mcdonald's calls it the the goat of sandwiches on our menu <laughs> and and actually and actually compares the mcrib to michael jordan tom brady and others wow <laughs> that's i mean considering like this is the same fast food chain that has like the Big Mac quite possibly the most recognizable and the quarter pounder like two of the most recognizable fast food uh, sandwiches in the world along with the Whopper and they call the big ribs the goat <laughs> I love how they, they compare it to Jordan and uh, Tom Brady like the McRib for me if I had to compare it to a to a to a basketball player it would be like junkyard dog and <laughs> You know, Matt Dunnigan, like, <laughs> you know, he leading an, an Ar- the Argos to a gray cup, but not, but not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I guess the article goes on and also talks about how other fast food chains regularly do this because apparently Taco Bell um, famously removed potatoes and the mexican pizza from the menus only for it to return within that year saying oh how you know the demand has been so great for mexican taco bell pizza yeah i think people are more interested in the mcdonald's pizza coming back yeah i think that would actually i mean i i understand that there's problems you know because like you'd have to get the ovens like the mcrib you can just like cooking your existing you know your your existing equipment for the for the pizzas you'd have to get the ovens back in but um i i would say there's there's we've talked about this before there's definitely an appetite for that pizza to come back Mm -hmm. and and you know i think more so than the mcrib uh as far as as far as people like of people I know, I know it's anecdotal evidence, and anecdotal evidence doesn't mean a hell of a lot, but I don't know anybody who cares if the McRib comes back or not. But the pizza, I think, would get like that, that would turn some heads. I I I'd be I'd be down with it. Yeah. I don't know in these economic times if I could afford more pizza, Curtis, because uh you know, at the Freeland household, they're cutting something uh, out that you and I have decided that it's probably the best out of all the streaming. We'd never cut it. We'd cut Netflix before we cut Disney plus, but at the Freeland household, uh, Christian, Christia Freeland backs away from out of touch comment about Disney plus. So this was her, uh, presser that she did. And I guess she kind of wanted to say, Hey, even in our household, we're making changes. And apparently she said, I said to the kids, you're older now. You don't watch Disney anymore. Let's cut that Disney Plus subscription. So we cut it. It's only yeah. $14 a month. We're saving, but a little bit helps. Yeah. Yeah. What's $14 out of her uh, family budget? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't, I suspect that her husband also 
is not a, a sit at home husband that's yeah sitting there watching Ted Lasso all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably uh, you're probably right there. Yeah, I, it is a little bit uh, tone deaf when when there are people who are like you know honestly struggling. You know, to yeah, pay can't eat, can't food, pay the rent. Bills, you know. rent. Yeah, it's kind of it comes. You know, I know what she's saying. You know, like, but but like, that's a pretty easy sacrifice to make. Although, having said that, I agree with you. Uh, it would, I, it would be, I've, there would be things in my entertainment budget that I'd cut before Disney Plus. Oh, it, it, hands down, it's the best. It's the best one of value. Yeah. Yeah. And and we were talking before, like her comment that oh her kids are too grown up to watch it. Like what what a load of malarkey. There's all kinds kinds of well, stuff in there that are not for what, kids. What was the ter- what was the term you just said earlier? Like tone deaf? Yeah. It was yeah. total like her comment about taking it off, tone deaf, out of touch of the regular people, can be applied to the fact that she clearly doesn't know what's on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what her kids been watching on yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they have like um I mean, even if you don't sign up for like the star, you know, there's the the star uh, channel that's on there, which has like, you know, the uh, FXX stuff and, yeah. you know, um, but e- stuff that's for a mature audience. Um, but even if you don't have that, you've got all the Marvel, all the DC, you know. Uh, no, none of the DC the, stuff. Or DC. <laughs> star, star Wars. Wars. Meant, yeah. Yeah. All the Marvel, all the Star Wars. Um, yeah. So like. And uh, the National Geographic stuff. Yeah, the National Geographic stuff. We've been watching some of that uh, recently. Like, yeah, there's 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 a lot of stuff that's not, um, you know, like like Mickey Mouse clubhouses. And then even even then, like if you're a teenager, like a lot of those those Disney movies, you know, they're they're, they're kind of like pan generational in their appeal in their appeal. You know, <laughs> just like like saying you're too grown up for it. It's just really that's a weird take. Yeah. But I'm all, I, I, it also makes me feel bad because it's like, oh, am I immature for watching Disney Plus? Because apparently going to her kids and saying, you're older now, you don't watch Disney anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Like, I, I got tickets to uh, Black Panther this Saturday. Yeah, man. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I want to see it. It'll be a while before I get in there. But uh, yeah, don't don't worry. Well, they 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 tra- they get to streaming so quickly you'll it'll be it'll probably be on disney plus by february march yeah the first one of of those of the marvel movies where that happened to us with what was uh and not including black widow because that that had like a you know that had like a simultaneous release i think with the theater because mm-hmm. uh, of covid but the first the first one that we completely missed in the theater and then this on streaming was uh, thor love and, and thunder like we had yeah. seen Doctor Strange in the theater and then Thor Love and Thunder was the first one that we didn't see at all and then saw it on streaming. And you're right, it, it was like really quick. And it's the same if you've got Crave, the DC stuff comes out really quick because we saw the Batman, you know, quite, you know, quickly after it had, had left cinemas. Now, I know that you've been trying to get me to watch uh, Justice League, and I'm slowly getting there, but I, I did see the new Batman. Yeah. 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 That's... Uh, didn't like it. Oh, no? <laughs> was, it, Not, was it the fact that it was three hours long? Or? <laughs> it was It was, It was. was that, and I. I. it's just the style. 
it's stylistically I don't like any of the DC movies because they're all physically dark. Mm. Like I'm sitting there watching a movie as if, wait, is there something wrong with my TV? Because this scene, like the, the funniest part was, okay, fine. Batman, everything's dark, 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 dark. It's Commissioner Gordon in the hospital and the hospital is dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 if I remember correctly too in um in the uh in 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 the in the dark night uh the hospital was dark too, I think. Or uh, or or maybe or maybe it was just austere. I can't really remember. Uh, are you talking about the one where Commissioner Gordon's in the hospital and in uh I think it's the the is it the uh, was it the Bane movie? No, it's the, the Heath Ledger. The Heath Ledger. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was considerably dark <laughs> in like the yeah. Gotham Hospital. Like there were no lights working in the in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I'll tell you a couple of things I did like about that movie. I loved the I loved the detective uh aspect oh yeah okay you know I'll, I'll give you that yes yes going back to the world's greatest detective yeah. type of um yeah you know original bob kane type thing yeah yeah and i, I loved I him that. i loved him showing up at like autopsies or whatever and he's in his full back uh, he's, he's in his full like bat like he's got the cowl and everything and he's making like you know he's making all the observations and stuff and the, and the other cops are like who the hell is this guy? You know, because you know how like in in like the Batman, you know, even the even the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, like Batman is totally chums with the cops, right? Like oh they're like oh it's Batman, he's you know he's doing his thing. In this one, they're like, we don't need this guy here. He's doing our job for. It. And and the thing is like he's totally showing them up, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, like making well, all these awesome observations, but then he's dressed like an like an idiot. Well, it's it's basically a throwback to the Adam West. Yeah. Yeah, Batman, right. Yeah, yeah. It was so. I liked that, and I, I liked. Uh, yeah, I liked. I like. I liked some of the uh, characters and some of the acting in it. But yeah, it was uh, the third act was kind of uh, silly and long. Really, if they had of if they had of cut it, um, you know, about an hour earlier, there was a point too where where uh, they could have cut it and. And and left it to be like, you know, a little bit of a like it resolves, but a little bit of a cliffhanger. There was a point that just seemed to be a logical cut. And then it went yeah. on for like another hour. I, I, I just want a lot of these filmmakers who grew up inspired by the movie seven to just go away. I don't need every <laughs> single movie to look like seven. Have you seen um, the James Gunn Suicide Squad? Not the original Suicide Squad. But oh, the, the, the one uh, I, I saw uh bits and spits and pieces i saw that one i think uh the one fight scene where they they bust into the village and peacemaker and uh, someone else was basically trying to outdo each other yeah as they're basically slaughtering the village or or, or the i just remember there was some type of scene there yeah yeah i had not seen it yet. i have not seen the entire it, it is it's 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 good and well, it's, he's running dc now yeah yeah J- uh, james gunn yeah mm-hmm. yeah he is um yeah it's good and the the peacemaker tv show was really good um and it's like um i don't want to say like it's a it's it's like totally marvel in tone but it's a lot less sort of you know dark dc sort of thing like 
you know. No, no, no. I, I, I've seen episodes of Peacemaker, and I like that. Yeah. Like that, that I'm down with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got one more headline, but I'm, we're not going to even get into the story because the headline is just awesome as it is. Posted on October 11th, Curtis, so this would be in pretty much into the early days. Driver flees Toronto crash, then punches father, drops pants, attacks officers. What I like about this is, I don't know if it was our last episode before the break or the one previous, but there was a, there was another one where a guy like stole a car, broke into a house and did all this. It seems now like if you're going to do one crime, then you have to do all the crimes. Oh, yeah. Like, like just just go out, bla- like, just do whatever you can. But I love how these guys, whatever, they just feel like they have to drop their pants. Yeah, I don't. I don't is is it a that. chafing issue? Like, do you think during crime, it's all that? Well, yeah, because <laughs> you're probably sweaty, right? Like, you've probably been running <laughs> and you're probably not dressed for you're probably not wearing anything that wicks uh, very like wicks away the sweat very well. So there could be a chafing issue. I'm, well, I'm sure they're doing it purely for comfort and not for any other reason. Oh, well, hey. Well, I think we wanted to kind of do a compact episode in case something's happening. I can kind of see some activity behind you, Curtis, like that's entering the studio, which is now, is it, is it the baby's room or is it the baby's change room? It's the baby's change room. The baby's oh, still, well, yeah, because the baby's sleeping with us right right now in the yeah. bassinet. But there was like halfway through the episode, there was a full on change. So I'm going to see if any keen eared listeners picked up on uh, <laughs> Arthur making a couple of gurgly noises or or anything. Well, you didn't hey. cry. Hey, we could only, we could only ask that, that. That's like a banner change right there. I, I was going to ask it before we close off. Are, are you keeping a, a spreadsheet of uh, changes versus eating time versus sleeping time and consolidating um, that info? We we were doing it at the start, um, and then we kind of stopped. Um, <laughs> Because you're just like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He kind of, you know, he he does tend to get up around the same times. Like, for example, like 7 a.m. seems to be one of his times. So mm-hmm. he's kind of falling into sort of like a somewhat predictable pattern. Not, not 100%, but like, you know, and I think that's probably going to sort of become more the norm as time goes on obviously well i guess eventually yeah. like he won't be getting up well you know, eventually he'll reach really. that he'll reach that age and the amount that he's consuming that yeah. he can last the the night without needing to eat yeah because i remember i i don't know when it exactly it was it could have been seven maybe again i weak memory about seven months i think i think i got him up for a feed at ten thirty, and it was like he was just like had nothing to do with it. he was just like leave me alone it just yeah. kind of went okay yeah and then you know it wasn't until like i don't know like six thirty seven when he woke up I, yeah so i remember that first night that he slept through because yeah i tried to wake him up to feed and he was just like had nothing wanted nothing to do with it yeah so, yeah so get out of here yeah 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 we're we're a few <laughs> A few months off from well, uh, not a few months, but like we're a few yeah, weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're, it, it, things things change so quickly during mm-hmm. this time. Like, yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. Like, 
you'll you'll be doing a whole bunch of acrobatics just if he's it doesn't sound like he's having too much problem sleeping but i remember doing weird acrobatics just to figure out different ways that would calm him to go to sleep white noise machines there was one time i think i actually like stood in our bathroom lights off with the bathroom fan on yeah and like i think it worked once where the 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 I probably wasn't the the white noise of the fan and i just thought that that it was it was like oh let me go try that again yeah there's yeah i know and then like because there's times when he'll be fussy and i'll hold him like in a bunch of different ways and then and then one of them will just work and he'll go to go to sleep and you'll be like oh i think he likes that way and then he doesn't like he just it just it worked that one time and then yep. it won't and, it, work, and then won't work again and, and then you and then you got to just try something else yeah just, yeah you, 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 and that's what you're going to notice if I, if memory serves correctly is you're just trying different stuff for each and everything even you know for everything right yeah. so yeah, yeah well hey you know it's good so uh, you know glad you're back baby yeah. and all you know uh we'll we'll be back on the regular and we'll we'll kind of catch up on baby news but we'll also kind of go back and do our stuff because we have to catch up on a whole bunch of talking discussions because there's lots happening in video games like god of wars come out mm-hmm. i have not seen any episodes of andor i have to kind of binge watch that i, I have been hearing good rumblings from it mm-hmm. we also have to talk about she hulk yep yeah yeah um, we 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 watched that in its entirety and uh uh yeah um yeah, that that last episode was not what i expected we can talk about that for sure yeah no no the the, the last episode i think in a way kind of shocked everybody and was like <laughs> you know so you know what 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 can you do well hey again welcome back thank you for listening you can catch curtis and i weekly on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher and basically anywhere you can find your favorite podcast on any of the platforms where you can subscribe please hit that button and if you can leave a comment or rating please do it will help others find our little podcast curtis any last words before you have to run off to either take a nap or go for a feeding or a change um, I just want to say that I'm one thing that I'm really looking forward to is the World Cup coming up, the World Cup of Soccer, where Canada will actually be participating. And Canada's games are at mercifully sane times during the during the day. So, you know, that's going to be uh, that's 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 going to be, you know, uncharted territory, pretty much. Yeah. So so check check your local TV uh yeah, you know, stations for their times and yeah go canada go is alfonso okay like i heard he was kind of injured at one he, point in time yeah recently. he did he was uh he did get an injury while playing for Bayern munich but he's been held out of their last i guess couple of games and Bayern munich claims that he will be uh ready for the world cup Hmm. So maybe they took him out as a precaution, and uh, so that—that's something that's like Canada would never have had. Like you know, if you're playing internationally for Canada in the past, nobody cares because you don't have you're not playing any meaningful <laughs> games. So you know the the club isn't going to do anything to facilitate you playing for your for your country. And now you know that's shit that's changed. So yeah, pretty interesting. It's, it's yeah, no, no, for sure. It's on lots on the line. All right, so thanks again for listening, and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. I'm living the good life while I'm working from home.